Hi, Canard fans. Welcome to Season 3 of CanardCast. CanardCast is a podcast for rutan-designed and rutan-inspired aircraft. Season 3 is produced by David Williford with technical support by Izzy Briggs. CanardCast is a production of the Canard Owners and Builders Association, and information on how to join will be provided at the end of this CanardCast. In this episode, we will get to know your Canard cast host, David Williford, and his aircraft, November 909 Echo Zulu, a little better. David joined the Canard Owners and Builders Canard cast team as host last season, and David is now the caretaker, pilot, and restorer of a very special three place pusher canard with a unique staggered seating arrangement, as well as a dizzying array of builder enhancements, and it's based at McKinney National, Kilo Tango, Kilo India. Stagger Easy, built by Steve Wright, won Grand Champions Plan Built at Sun and Fun in 2005. Steve Wright also earned the Rutan Designers Award for his Built to the Plans Very Easy, November 9091 Alpha in 1986. David and his wife Ginger, of 32 years, live in a Dallas suburb called The Colony and have two adult kids, 27-year-old son Ryan and his daughter, 24-year-old Sarah, who teaches elementary school music at the, in the DFW area. David has retired from a successful career in information technology. Following this interview, you can find CanardCast episode two simultaneously released where David and his daughter share a conversation on the topic of Canard flights. I conducted this interview with David in person at his home studio and workshop in Texas. I hope you enjoy this episode and all the rest coming in season three. Well, good day, everybody. Welcome to a new season three episode of CanardCast. And in our uh, studio today, we have David Williford. We're actually in David's studio in the uh, Dallas, Texas area. Uh, David, good morning. Good morning. So David has been kind enough to let me stay here this evening. I, uh, I, stayed, I stayed overnight at his house last night and uh, on my way to Dublin, Texas, where I'm picking up a Cozy 4 that, uh, that I purchased recently. So uh, David and I have known each other for some time now, and we have something in common regarding these canard aircraft. Both of us are owners and operators, or, or I'm a former owner, of uh, Steve Wright's design. Some of you may know Steve Wright from his nose gear design, and some of you may have actually met him and even uh, spent some time with him back before he passed away uh, earlier times. So David, uh, good morning. So why don't you tell us a, uh, a little bit about 909 Echo Zulu, and of course my one was 9091 Alpha, which was donated to RAFE. Which was a very easy. A very easy, yes. Steve Wright's first airplane that he built, and I believe he received a pretty significant Builder's Craftsmanship Award. Tell us a little bit about that before I get into my aircraft. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Steve was a well-known builder, very, very much a, a true spirit of the experimenter, and he was a craftsman with his uh, with his work. He built a really nice example of a very easy, and uh, he was awarded an award, I believe, in 1986. Uh, I remember during the restoration, I was deeply concerned about damaging the sticker that's on the canopy for that aircraft. Uh, and it was a probably a two-year restoration. It was flown to, I flew it to Oshkosh in 2017 and uh, flew in a Lufbury circle with a uh, Burt Rutan celebratory sort of uh, event. And uh, 
that aircraft was then donated to RAFE, which is where it resides today, a little further south of Dallas in Houston, in where Houston, uh, yeah. uh, Rosario Zato, his, his organization has taken good care of that aircraft. So, But today I'd like to focus on you and focus on your aircraft. And uh, I understand you've had quite a, quite a year, last two years, two or three years with this aircraft. Well, back in 2010, I was a brand new pilot and I ended up at Oshkosh in late July and I walked the f up towards the flight line and walked up and saw a Cozy 3 uh, sitting on its nose and stumbled into meeting Vance Atkinson and his wife and finding out that they were from Fort Worth, Texas was a little bit of a mind-blowing experience. And, and Fort Worth not very far from No, from here, yeah, Dallas-Fort Worth are next to each other. Yeah. And meeting Vance and his lovely wife, she was very friendly and open. And Vance is a little gruff as, as his character tends to be. But uh, so I fell in love with Canard Aircraft right then and there. And... Being a fairly new pilot and being on a quest to obtain my own aircraft, I really thought about wanting a canard aircraft. And after hearing how efficient they are, how fast they are, how just the look, and I was just enamored. And so over the course of time, I ended up talking with them again. And I contacted Vance. And he said, you might contact Patricia Wright, and here's her email address. I don't have her phone number. And there's an aircraft that may be up for sale. I'm not for sure, but uh, you might contact her. So I emailed Patricia Wright and finding out that her husband, Steve Wright, had passed away and that she had this canard aircraft called the Stagger Easy. And it's very similar to a Cozy 3. It just has a little bit different seating arrangement. The, the right seat is back 13 inches. So it's kind of left seat up, right seat back 13 inches, and then the very back seat is once again back to the left behind the left seat, and there's a small luggage area. So it seats three with a luggage area. And I ended up getting introduced to Pat Rena, which was Steve Wright's best friend. And Pat Rena owns a Cozy three and was Steve Wright's best friend as I mentioned and he was going to be acting as the seller so I ended up talking to to Pat and he sent me more pictures of of the airplane just was enamored with it thought it was remarkable and really a pretty canard aircraft more than just the seats this has some 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 other innovations like the canard and the and the nacelles for the the cowling and, and things like that Tell well, us some more features of that aircraft. Well, after Steve Wright flew the Very Easy, and he even started uh, the Bahama Bash in the Very Easy, that he he wanted more room. Him and Patricia wanted more room, and she wanted to sit next to me. And so part of the design of the Stagger Easy was that he wanted to increase visibility. He enlarged the canopy, and as I understand it, it's 20% larger than a Cozy 3 or Cozy 4. It's a pretty big canopy and it, it is hinged differently it's hinged on the top of the fuselage so that it comes up and back instead of hinging to the side which is common in cozies and so it the canopy is different it's bigger uh, you sit up higher 
In fact, when I'm sitting in the airplane, I can put my elbow on the, the uh, Longerons. And so it's a very comfortable airplane to sit in. You're not quite so deep as you are in a Long Easy, for example. But it still incorporates Long Easy wings, standard Long Easy wings. The canard wing is a little bit different. It has dihedral in it, which almost all canard wings for Long Easies and Cozy's both have a straight, a flat canard wing. And it, it does incorporate, instead of the, the original rutan uh, airfoil, it's the Ronce airfoil with dihedral. And so uh, it's, it, it's a little bit different, but he also included a little bit different instead of having the bow landing gear on the mains as Cozy 3s and Cozy 4s tend to have, he incorporated separate landing gear that are tied to the, uh, the structural part of the, the wing, the, the uh, spar. I see. And so it has a wider stance. Uh, even wider than a 172. So, of course, it has a 0360 uh, pushing it with the Ellison throttle body. It came with an 0360, but shortly after I got it, the cam had rusted, and I ended up having to, to rebuild the engine and essentially do a complete restoration. So I had to ground the airplane for about two and a half years. I, I know the feeling. And, and finally, <laughs> I got it flying in 2013. Flew it to uh, Rough River, well, flew it to Oshkosh in 2013 and have the mug to prove it. And then I flew it to Rough River in 2013. Interesting story quickly was there was a tremendous celebration of who Steve Wright was at Rough River in 2013 and here I'm flying his airplane in and I'm I'm just getting to know the canard community and they are just celebrating who Steve Wright was so that was <laughs> and then they point me out oh this is the the guy that that mm -hmm. bought the airplane <laughs> yeah I um I got to know him a little bit through I, I talked to him once or twice before when I first started getting involved with Canards, but uh, I got to know him through the very easy learning that um, the first Bahama Bash, he had sponsored that and developed that. And uh, that very easy that I had was uh, first flown out there. So then I did it. I did it as a pilgrimage. I flew out there once with my wife and uh, Curtis Ray was uh, tow and, and Curtis had been on that, I believe that first Bahamas bash flying in formation with Steve. So I think there was some spiritually significant uh, moments during that trip. And I understand recently you basically did another pilgrimage with, with Stagger Easy to the Bahamas. Tell us a little bit about that trip. Oh, that was an amazing trip out to the Bahamas with several friends and acquaintances that I'm familiar with flew out. There was uh, 10 Canard aircraft uh, last year in 2022. We flew all the way down to Cat Island and stayed four nights at the Fernandez Bay Resort. My wife Ginger and I flew. So any, anyone that's even thinking about flying to the Bahamas Curtis Ray knew Steve Wright, and Steve Wright came down with cancer. He ended up with melanoma, and unfortunately it metastasized. And so I'm pretty sure from what I understand that Steve knew that he wasn't gonna be able to continue. 
and he spoke to Curtis Ray, and Curtis Ray ended up taking on organization of canards getting together and flying to the Bahamas each year, and known as the Bahama Bash. And so if anybody gets a chance to, flying with other aircraft as a gaggle out to the Bahamas, it is a unique experience. And the Bahamas, uh, I don't know, almost words uh, fail me. It's, it's so pretty out there uh, and so unique. The, the, the crystal clear waters the, the vantage point from a, a bubble canopy aircraft, too, makes it quite extraordinary. So if you haven't, if you're listening and you, you've ever thought about it, it's definitely one of the possible highlights of, of canard ownership to uh, participate in that event. It happens in April, uh, I understand, and, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll provide information for how to get on the mailing list for that event so you can be aware as, as a listener to when that happens. So, Well, being able to snorkel in the Bahamas and see all the tropical fish and oh my gosh uh, and the, the breezes and everything it's just a, a unique experience that I certainly recommend uh, there's also an episode called Bahama Bash that's that right is also available on Canard Cast as well our, our previous episode I believe or one of our earlier episodes so for Stagger Easy I understand you've also made some uh, branding or color changes this year well just before Bahama Bash 2022, I had removed race nine. I had been racing uh, the Stagger Easy and actually have a couple of first place trophies, the uh, Sport Air Racing League, and enjoyed racing it. But for a couple of different reasons, uh, I ended up damaging a propeller, a Cato three-bladed propeller. That was an expensive uh, lesson in in overheating a, a, a prop. I did that during a, a race, uh, so I ended up having to replace the Cato with a silver bullet prop, a two-bladed prop. So the airplane went from a three-bladed Cato prop to a two-bladed silver bullet prop. It now is flying with a two-bladed prop in terms of racing. Uh, if anybody is thinking about racing these airplanes, that too is is a wonderful experience. Nevertheless, are you going to race it? You going to try to get the Canab and race it at Canab? They have a they have a, a little soiree out there as well that's been going. I think uh, Cheryl Dickey started that years and years ago, and uh, they have a like a three or four pylon, twenty thirty mile race that heads out from the airport and comes back. And there's a lot of bravado, a lot of lies. It's, uh, yeah, <laughs> my plane will do this. Yeah, <laughs> they ask you up front what do you, what does your plane do, and and in, inevitably everybody tacks on a few uh, a few knots, but. Um, well, I've, I've got several hundred hours in the Stagger Easy now. I think it's, uh, well, it's well over 400 hours. And so I, and I've raced it. So I may very well do that timed event and maybe get a speeding ticket and we'll see, it's pretty fast. The new propeller though does spool up quicker. And so I get off a little bit faster than, than the older prop. And so uh, performance is uh, so close, it's uh, negligible. And so, uh, yeah, who knows how I would like to, I would love to fly out in Canab. So you, um, I, I recently saw a photograph of Stagger Easy and I, uh, I see it's got um, some different colors on it. So you, you put some new colors on it, I see. It looks ran, beautiful. Ran into an aircraft painter through a mutual pilot friend and he has a paint shop, he professionally paints uh, aircraft in central Texas, uh, very close to uh, its Cherokee County Airport, 
just uh, south of uh, Palestine here in Texas. And so I was getting rid of the nine and it basically was a solid white, had a blank sheet. And I'd had a, a mental vision of being able to capture the contour of this cowling as it droops below the canopy and goes to the, and there's this natural line. And so ended up, uh, uh, <laughs> that's, that's my, my lab. <laughs> I ended up creating a, a yellow stripe that is on top of the fuselage at the very back of the aircraft and goes just below the canard to the nose. And then uh, we incorporated a blue stripe as well that dips below. And so it's got a yellow and blue uh, accent lines now, and I really like the new livery. So if you're listening to this Canard cast and you have an app, you can see an actual image of this. I, I, we put the uh, image of the new paint job as the icon for the, uh, for the splash page for this episode. And we'll put some more information up on the uh, Kobo website so you can see more pictures and stuff about Stagrezi. For not somebody who's originally built one of these things, what's, what's it been like owning a Canard? Is it, sounds like you've had a lot of work and a lot of struggles. Have you enjoyed it? Have, has it been a struggle? Is it uh, a passion? What was your favorite and worst parts about re the restoration? Well, after I obtained the Stagger Easy and knowing that the, it had a, a significant history and was mm -hmm. built by a significant person in the Canard community, I decided early on that I wanted to make that aircraft the best aircraft I could. But it was mine now. It was no longer Steve Wright's Stagger Easy. It was mine. But it seriously needed a lot, as I mentioned, the, the engine rebuild. And I ended up having to uh, completely restore the firewall. Steve Wright had put on a, a fire protective paint and that had, had chipped and fallen and was no longer able to protect the firewall and the inside of the wings in case of an engine fire. And so I had to completely uh, make that all fireproof. And so I had to redo the engine mount, make sure that it had no crack and new Lord mounts for the engine and uh, had the engine rebuilt out of Tulsa and put that back on. And then I had to, to work with the upholstery was old at that point. It's an 04 model that he really got flying in 05. And here I am flying it in, in 2012 and 2013. And, and uh, so I ended up having to, to put all new seatings. And I had an a, uh, embroidery company, uh, embroidery, Stagger EZ, on the face of the seats and did a silver and, and uh, blue motif. The blue is, uh, and I haven't repainted the interior, it's a light baby blue. And you don't see a canard aircraft with a light baby blue interior to the dash, but uh, that was something that Steve Wright, I wanted to keep homage to and keep as much, you know, to that. But uh, so it still has a baby blue dash to this day. There's also an interesting thing I get asked about. Steve Wright put a courtesy button out of a 707 the the little button that you hit to light up the courtesy you know mm -hmm. to get an attendant to come and to this day it's so much fun it's strictly whimsy 
as he would say, for people to come up and say, what's that for? And, <laughs> and the courtesy button there, and it has a, a little stewardess icon on it, and it's, it's absolutely adorable. I said, well, people push that that are in the airplane. I lean over and I said, what do you need? You know? <laughs> so at any rate, but uh, it, it's been a great aircraft for me. I've been able to fly other people, and I absolutely love to take up several Young Eagles. I've done Young Eagles flights in it. I've flown other pilots uh, that have gone on to, to fly airlines, uh, and I've flown family members. And to be able to, to load two people and all the luggage that I want, in 2015, my son and I flew up to AirVenture Oshkosh 2015, and we brought over 200 pounds of camping gear. Uh, Jamie Hicks flew up with me and uh, he meant he looked at my tent after we had it up and he says I didn't know you were going to bring the Taj Mahal because it was a, <laughs> it was a huge tent quite a carrying capacity yeah so one final question when you go and think back on your history with the aircraft what are some of your favorite flights or what is your favorite kind of flight to do love to do the hundred dollar hamburger with uh, someone else take someone new flying. I absolutely love to take people flying that have never been in a small airplane. Well, there you heard it, folks. Come to uh, come to Dallas area, and you you, you might get a ride with David. And it's Ab absolutely crazy. love to take people flying for the first time. And so those don't have to be really long flights. The Stagger Easy is really good, as in any Cozy or any of the East Canard aircraft are really good at getting up high and going mm -hmm. and are great at, at cross country. So the airplane is there for fun and it's also there for travel. And I hope to be able to travel to Kanab and, and to uh, Bahama Bash. Those are some pretty long cross countries. They're also worth it. Definitely worth it. All of those. Uh, it's an amazing air. They're, they're not difficult to fly. Mine has great visibility, a lot of comfort. And so just being able to get up and go fly is my favorite, you know, and take somebody with me. Well, sounds, sounds fantastic. I uh, want to say thank you for uh, participating in today's uh, CanardCast. I also, uh, those of you who've been listening to CanardCast for a while know that uh, David's taken a leading role in the production of this, uh, this series, and uh, I truly appreciate his assistance. I've been trying to start some new initiatives including starting an aerospace company that uh, I'll be announcing in uh, July of this year so it's been impacting my ability to do as much with CanardCast so David I'm really grateful that um, you're there and with now that with COVID over and you know things starting to wake up a bit I'm hoping that we can make season three our best season yet. Well I appreciate that I met Mike Beasley uh, the president of Canard Owners and Builders Association and, and asked and had the uh, an idea that perhaps I can kind of in some way give back to the canard community. You know, the canard community is unique, I think. The camaraderie, oh, I mis mispronounced that, help me out. How do you camaraderie. Say? And uh, just the communications and uh, the fellowship, that sort of thing. It is amazing. Uh, it's different from the Cherokee Owners Association <laughs> or the Cessna Pilots Association. Or, That's for sure. Uh, and so it is very, very different. And so uh, I wanted to be able to give back and contribute. 
And so I asked Mike Beasley, hey, you know, I've heard about this canard cast. Is there something I might be able to do? And he said, well, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, he hooked me up with you. And, and Izzy, I think you and I have had a great success in teaming up together, you providing a lot of the technical support that I don't have, and, and me uh, trying to get a hold of folks that are uh, significant in the canard community and get their voices heard. So that's kind of where I want to continue to contribute. Well, in our conversations last night, it certainly sounds like we've got an exciting lineup of uh, characters for uh, for this year's uh, this year's. Oh, series. I think so. so yeah. yeah. So look, we're going to have fun with it this year. We are. Stay tuned. Season for three. Season three. Stay tuned for more. <laughs> and uh, David Williford, everybody, thank you so much for uh, joining us today, and uh, we look forward to seeing you on our next episode. Thank you for turning the tables on me and, and interviewing me. My, my pleasure. My pleasure. You've been listening to CanardCast, a production of the Canard Owners and Builders Association. I'm Mike Beasley, the editor of Canard Aviation Magazine, which is the quarterly publication of the association. In addition to the magazine and CanardCasts, the Canard Owners and Builders Association provides an online repository for photos, articles, news, forum conversations, as well as a searchable member list to connect with other Canard enthusiasts. It is a valuable resource for anyone building and or flying these awesome aircraft. I invite you to join us by visiting www.canardowners.com and clicking on the membership sign-up link at the top of the page. As a member, you will have access to a wide variety of canard resources essential to building, flying, and owning canard aircraft. Additionally, you can find other canard casts on the Canard Owners website as well as at anchor.fm. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Finally, if you enjoyed this podcast, please consider donating toward or sponsoring future CanardCasts. You can find a donation link at the anchor.fm website. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, fly safe and we'll see you on the flight line.